This is a Voice It podcast. I'm KLG and each episode I'll bring to you different stories from business people across the UK on It's Your Business. Everyone has a story to tell. Why not voice it? Voiceitpr.com. Welcome to this episode of It's Your Business and today in my studio I have Stacey McKenna-Seed and she has a wonderful new business, Rewilding Outdoor Therapy. Hello Stacey. Hi Kath, thanks for having me. Now Stacey, I'm going to talk about now and then I'm going to jump back into why and what's mm. Stacey all about how did we come to this but okay. I will say I have done forest bathing with you and it was amazing it was something that I didn't expect I didn't understand why and we'll delve into that later on for people that want to know what it is so when did you start rewilding outdoor therapy ah so I started rewilding outdoor therapy two years ago in November this November I'd been working as a person-centered counsellor And I'd been doing that indoors. I've worked in the safeguarding profession for over 15 years, specifically in the child exploitation arena. Um, Because I've been doing that so long and supporting young people and families, I wanted to really focus on the counselling therapeutic side because I saw that's where there was a lot of gaps for these families. I've always loved being outside. I love adventure. I love being really active because I recognise there's so many health benefits for me. I wanted to share that with others. So... Yeah, two years ago, I thought, you know what, how can I make this more creative? How can I support clients in accessing the benefits of nature that I have? And so I just decided, yeah, I'm not going to work inside anymore. I'm taking this outside. So you started this in the midst of a pandemic then? I certainly did, Kath. (laughs) (laughs) And And weirdly, a lot of people I've been speaking to did as well. And they're all thriving. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And I think part of it, is people recognised, oh, being outside, I've missed this. You know, in daily life, we're so, so busy on the juggernaut train. We don't take time to get off and really think, oh, what is it that I need? And because we had very little to do in lockdown, people started naturally accessing nature, going for long walks, because let's face it, that's that's all we could do. And they recognise that, well, this feels really good. Oh, why do I feel so good being outside? And a lot of people that I talk to, friends and clients, have continued that back into normal life, you know, away from the sort of the lockdown period. Because, yeah, they recognised, yeah, there's, there's a real disconnect. And what I find with clients is a lot of the time when they come to me, it's that reconnection to nature and themselves that they've not been realising they've been missing. There's a, an author called Edward Wilson that I follow, and he coined the term as biophilia, which is that innate desire to connect to the natural world. And over the last 200 years, you know, with the Industrial Revolution, we have really started to disconnect, mm-hmm. clocking in, working to a time, nine to five, not really having any, any space for ourselves. Then comes mortgage, then comes family, and you sort of lose that time. And unless you really make a conscious effort to carve out that time, it's the last thing on a lot of people's lists. So people now have to, they've gone back to some sort of normality whether you know the jobs might have changed they might now be working from home where they didn't before yeah but again they have gone back into full-on we were busy and the mindset's probably gone back to that and you're not carving time out for yourself again but Stacey this must have been a huge leap for you you've gone from a really good job in, in a place where they wouldn't be getting rid of you anytime soon yeah. to take that leap 
into into the wilderness <laughs> into yeah. the wild you know um <laughs> how did that feel actually doing that uh organic natural nerve-wracking yeah <laughs> yeah nerve-wracking because yeah I, I have a family you know I have a mortgage I have all those things we've just been discussing and yeah to go from something very safe and secure and constant to something that's quite fluid you know not static uh, not knowing really how many people would want to access counseling in the great outdoors yeah it was nerve-wracking but it, it felt like a natural progression it's something I absolutely love being outside and I, I don't think I could work inside now even if I wanted to and I think what really sort of encouraged me is the amount of clients that came forward requesting sessions. So what type of people do you work with then? Oh anybody over the age of 16 Kath so males females you know I, I can support people with bereavement anxiety depression you know, substance misuse. Let's face it, 21st century living is very, very difficult. And a lot of us can become psychologically distressed living in this fast-paced world. So I work with anybody, anybody that wants to reconnect with themselves in the natural world. You know, lots of people don't recognize that's what they're missing until they start. And then they say, oh, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how revitalized I felt after those two sessions, Stacey. Or, you know, we might, go on a run I mean I do walking talking therapy but I also take clients out running and they they said to me I I would never have imagined that I could do something like this that I love and combining that with therapy this feels amazing why aren't more people doing this yes why aren't more people doing this (laughs) yeah because I guess a lot of people there's there's this stigma around the word therapy as well so if you said you're going into therapy or you're going to um you know, this big building and there's a door that says counselling therapy on it and you're in a small town or a a rural area where you know everyone and Mm. you're walking through that door. I guess this is Mm. so different to that for people that they can be saying, do you know what, I'm actually going on a walk with a friend. If I bump into somebody, I'm going on a run, I'm taking some exercise. Uh, Yeah. But all the time that's structured, that is structured for that one person. Absolutely. So the sessions, even though they're outside, you know, are I will work to my best ability to contain that environment. Confidentiality is not uh, the same as it would be if we were in a room with four walls because of just what you said. You might see other people around. People might be walking a dog, but we manage that together very well. You know, and just like you say, it's, it's much less intense. A lot of clients that I've had in, in the past have said that they find sitting in a room you know, opposite someone too intense mm. and that the walking, talking therapy offers a, an effective alternative. And it's the, sometimes the eye contact is too much for people. I was just going to say that. If you're staring mm. at somebody and you've just come out with something that's taking you yeah. a while to mention, yeah. you know, if they react, we're all human. If they reacted yeah. in the way you weren't oh, expecting, yeah. but if you both go in the same way, it, mm. it's kind of, Nice, you're both going the same way, you're both on the same page, you're both yeah, traveling yeah. in the same direction for yeah. that person. Uh, and I actually think this is the future. <laughs> Thank you, Kath. What and all those lovely metaphors you use, then it's like that walking together and it's you know, walking into something or walking away from something. And I always say to clients that nature is our dynamic third partner in that therapeutic relationship. And they might be very natural breaks. So if something becomes very intense for a client, they might see a bird in a tree and that might offer them a bit of respite. 
from that pain or that heartbreak or whatever it is, that intense feeling that they're experiencing in that moment, nature will support that process and we might come back to it. But it's natural person, a client with me will be walking along a path and they might choose to stop when something becomes very pertinent. And And I might say, okay, so when you stopped then, I noticed this. Are you aware of what's going on in your body? You know, so we'll we'll really think about somatic awareness, which is having a real awareness of what is happening in the body. I'll say your body knows things before your mind. Always, you know, people say things like, oof, I just felt it in my gut. Well, yeah. of course, yeah. That's your body saying, stop. We need to connect with this feeling. What is happening? And when we're moving around so quickly in daily life, we don't provide or offer ourselves those opportunities to stop and connect with the feeling nature allows us to do that because it encourages us to slow down and when you slow down you're more able to think and feel Oof, what is it that I need ah so that's what I'm feeling ah and why am I feeling that ah I get it because that happened and it's that sort of dialogue that happens in our sessions it's a very beautiful natural um, process and There are lots and lots of scientific biological benefits of spending time in nature. So when I talk about nature as a third dynamic partner, this is, you know, included in that as well. Yeah. So the benefits are huge, connecting on that therapeutic level in the outdoors. Mm. Like you say, if you don't listen to your body, Mm. It's very difficult, isn't it? Because, like Mm. you said, we are busy. We're all running about. The door's going. The phone's ringing. You're on a computer. Even if your body was telling you something, it's very, very difficult to actually listen to that. Mm. And I guess if you're in a one-to-one in a room with someone, Mm. again, it'd be very difficult to listen because you're already anxious because you're in that room. I think nature does calm people anyway. It really does. What I will say, Kath, is what, being in nature allows people to do especially when they do slow it supports and I would support a client from shifting from their what we call sympathetic nervous system which is your fight and flight sort of state you know you might have levels of anxiety and you know I'm not coping very well with things I'm feeling quite overwhelmed we will support the shift into the parasympathetic nervous system which is our rest and digest Things might happen, but you know what? We can let that wash over us and continue as we would ordinarily. You know, we're not ignoring things that might be a struggle for us, but we're noticing and recognising that we can continue in a positive way. So we've talked about individuals. You you Mm -hmm. take individuals um, from the age of 16 up, did you say? Yeah. Are they self-referrals or are people referring to you? Yeah, both. So I currently work with private clients who contact me via my website or my Instagram page but I also work with a family unit which is a family assessment unit for new parents who might be struggling with being new parents Mm. Um, and these are they're all ages these parents and they might have a new baby or they might have a young child and they come into the the unit for an assessment um, and that's to look at really supporting effective parenting and safeguarding so I'm providing outdoor therapy to the families in the unit and this is called CSU and it's a beautiful unit so I would absolutely work with people from organizations and private clients yeah so you also do groups I'm thinking you know if 
a lot of companies now are very aware of the team building dynamic and the fact that you need to get outdoors, you need to talk to your team in a different way. Yeah. Um, so, so team building and things like that, is that an option? Yeah, I mean, I've done some away days. I've delivered um, outdoor forest bathing sessions for organisations and we'll do anything from a three-hour to a five-hour session where we look at the dynamics between the team, absolutely. Anything that might be living in that moment when they're encouraged to be still, what comes up for you. Um, we talk around trying to avoid burnout, especially in the safeguarding professions. Um, you know, some of that work can be quite mm. distressing. So we'll look at, okay, so how can we support you in relieving stress? You know, how can we support increasing your memory and your focus? How can we improve your mood and energy levels? You know, enhancing that emotional intelligence with each other and just finding calm and clarity and creativity. Being outside really does support that. There's something really important about that slow, repetitive movement, which allows the left side of the brain to really switch on and that's our creative intuitive side of the brain mm. I can see there's just been so good for organizations that just need that time out for the teams and I think yeah nowadays as well they are giving back to, and if you said oh look on a such and such afternoon we've provided this for you they would be yeah. like wow you know we're getting our walking oh, boots yeah. on and we're going into the yeah. forest What's amazing when I've had some feedback from one of my last away days that I did, Kath, is, is how um, calm the attendees felt. You know, some of them were wearing the Fitbits and they were saying things like, I can't believe how low my pulse rate is. This is yeah. amazing. I'm usually up here and yeah. after just two hours, I'm down here. And mm -hmm. oof, that's amazing. And so they take away with them all of that calm. And actually, we, you know, science and, and research will show that just spending two hours in a green you know, forest environment can have amazing health benefits into the next few days. Mm -hmm. There are these beautiful things called phytoncides that trees and plants emit. They're natural aerosols. And when we spend time in the forest, we're inhaling these. Yeah. And when we do that, you know, our, our natural killer cells are being increased. And those amazing little things fight all infections, cancers, all that sort of thing. Mm. But also it, it stimulates all those beautiful, happy chemicals, which we crave, don't we, you know? Yeah. A and that's the thing that sort of lifts our mood into the days after. I I'd like to add that I'm always in the outdoors as well. Mm. I'm always in the woods, walking the dog, in nature. Mm. But I have to say, you know, people that would say, well, I can go out in the forest and talk to yeah. my friend about that, or I can yeah. breathe in that. Yeah. I have to say that when we did the guided walks with you, the difference was incredible because having to stop, mm. um, you gave us a period where we, we stopped and we weren't allowed to speak, which was very mm. strange when you're in a group. Mm -hmm. And we're all listening and all being quiet. Yeah, And we got to some parts where we needed to help each other over something. Yeah. And I always remember that lady saying to me just at the end, she says, thank you so much. When you reached out and just helped me up, that yeah. had an effect on her. Yeah, And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. And then again, when we all had to take a space on our own, 
mm. at one point. Uh, I think that was a different day, but it was um, we did the forest bathing and and I went and stood near a tree. And I remember you saying, if you feel like hugging the tree, you can hug the tree. Yeah. And I'm like, there is no way I'm hugging this tree. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then I found myself hugging the tree. I was standing there and I just put my arms around this tree. I put my head on the tree and I'm like, I didn't even think at the time, what am I doing? Yet five minutes earlier, when you'd said it, I'm like, there is no way I'm hugging a tree. Um, <laughs> and I wonder, Kath, how you felt when you were in that moment? I felt grounded. Yeah. I felt as if I felt as if I knew about that tree that had been there all them years. Oh, I felt yeah. like I was soaking it all in, yeah. and and it sounds ridiculous if you've not done it. Yeah, and what I feel you're describing there, Kath, is that real reciprocity, you know. And you've got such pleasure from going out, haven't you? And you take such pleasure from being in those environments. And you say you felt connected, grounded, and I think. What a lot of people don't recognise is these things have been here a long time. (laughs) You know, we do, but it's kind of something that we don't really stop and think about. These ancient beings, you know, they are so wise. (laughs) They have been here for, you know, millennia before us and they will continue long after we are gone. And there's such wisdom and beauty in that, you know, Mm. that to even be close to, one of those beautiful beech trees or oaks in that ancient forest is a real, it's a joy. It was incredible. And the reciprocity comes from, well, now you recognise how precious these things are. You know, we are more likely to want to take care of them and take care of these environments. Absolutely. I mean, that's an added benefit to it all, isn't it? Because you do. Now when I walk around the woods with a dog, I see a tree and and I kind of feel I want to go and hug it, but I don't because there's people wondering about but but I do sort of recognize that it's been standing there a long time and I think about I wonder who's walked past these in many years got gone by and who's touched the bark who's who's, touched that and and it's like it it was getting a bit boring walking around the same place although it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. I thought I'm not seeing this woods yeah because I'm walking around it every day, getting back home with the dog. But yeah. but I do now appreciate it more. And I take my earphones out and I listen yeah. when I snap the wood underneath my feet and oh, yeah. listening to the sounds. And I think, yeah, I, come yeah. Back. I always come back feeling better when I've actually focused on what I'm doing rather than going, come on, yeah. let's walk quick and we'll get home and we'll do this and we'll do that. Yeah. And it's the mindfulness there. It's the beauty of forest bathing and, you know, not necessarily doing a, an official forest bath, just taking a, a lovely walk, slowing it down, is that you're in, allowing yourself to be able to fully engage your five senses. So, you know, what can you see? Mm. You know, you, like you say, you're not just plowing through on the path, trying to sort of raise your heart rate and do exercise. It's not necessarily about keeping fit. It's an added mm. bonus, isn't it? But it's about, oof, okay, if I really slow down and recognise what I can see, what I can feel, what I can hear, smell, taste, mm. all of that allows us instant access out of our heads, which is our analytical part of us, into our body. And the opportunities that affords then to recognise, what do I need? What do I need in this day? You know, when you recognise you've got a million and one things to do at work and however many deadlines, then you get home, you've got to make the tea, you know, do everything else you've got to do, all the different Mm. hats we wear. 
oh, well, hang on, when I'm out on this walk, I'm not going to wear any hat. There's no agenda here but to notice. And that is so powerful and so beneficial to us. Absolutely. It sounds amazing. So there's all kinds of people seek counselling through this walking, talking therapy. If they want to run, if they want to forest bathe, if they want to swim. Corporates can get in touch with you because they can do team building. People can refer themselves or organisations can refer to you. Um, And I just think, why are more people not doing it then? Mm. It's a good question, Catherine. Maybe it's not that widely known. Maybe people aren't aware that there are these sorts of opportunities out there. But I think the more we can encourage people to access sort of the natural environment, the more opportunities they're going to give themselves to really support understanding, processing, you know, emotional health, all these things, you know, um, being outside just provides all of these different opportunities. And like you say, when we're talking about counselling and therapy, we're just looking at these things through a different lens. We're not yeah. trying to get somewhere. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's not yeah. about conquering something. I'm faster yeah. than that. I can do this. It's about connection. You know, and those are really important things to recognise and identify in myself. Oof, am I trying to conquer this? And if I am, why? And it's those sorts of conversations that, mm. you know, sort of stimulated when we're out and about yeah I actually think personally in these times Mm. when there are so many waiting lists for different types of counselling that I think this is a great first step and it might be the only step Mm. a lot of people need Mm. when they think they might actually need to go through all of this other counselling yeah Uh, Mm. and I think it's a real opportunity for people to get in touch I do, Kath. What I will say is that, you know, I'm a person-centred outdoor therapist. A person-centred is a very humanistic, non-directive way of working with another human being. It's not about strategies necessarily. It's not about telling a person what I think they should do. It very much is about guiding a person to come up with their own solutions, which I believe they've got. I believe people are the experts in themselves. Sometimes they just need to be able to explore what's living for it to make better sense for them. Absolutely. Well, for those who want to get in touch with you, how did they do that? So I can be contacted via the website rewildingoutdoortherapy.co.uk. All my details are on there. And also I'm on Instagram as Rewilding Outdoor Therapy. So people can see what sort of things I deliver and what sort of things that uh, I kind of get up to on a daily basis as well. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. Thank you for um, having me, Kath. It's been great. Yeah, it's really interesting and I'm sure people will be getting in touch. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you next time. Voiceitpr.com.